Hey everybody, it's Lori. And this is Matt. And it's time for another episode of Teacher Teacher Saves Saves World. Welcome to another episode of Teacher Saves World, a podcast focused on the well-being of teachers and parents of teenagers and the unique challenges we face. We are Lori and Matt Jones, married high school teachers and parents of two teens, and we will be your hosts for today's show. Please take a moment to hit that subscribe button, leave a review, and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All of this information and more can be found in the show notes and at teachersavesworld.com. To make sure you don't miss out on anything, head to teachersavesworld.com and subscribe to our email group. Once a week, we send out a brief email with that week's podcast and blog, as well as exclusive video content from Matt and I you won't find anywhere else. We'd also love to include your voice in the show. Call the Teacher Saves World hotline at area code 559-399-0966 and leave us a voice message with an appreciation for a parent or teacher in your life or with any other observations, tips, or musings you'd like to share with Lori and I. And now it's time to start the show. All right, Lori, what is your gratitude this week? It's kind of a big one. The teaching profession. That is huge. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And I know we don't go into this a lot, but I want to say, you know, I am so grateful to get up and go to work. I even love teaching on Zoom. Okay. Yeah. I've come to love it because I still have the connections. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I even received some little handmade rings in the mail from a student. She doesn't turn her camera on, you know, but we're making the connections. So. Just a job that I look forward to going to okay. every day. That's a that is a big one. So you know, kind of a weirdly big, but you get it. Okay. <laughs> Are you? Is it like narrow, narrowly? God, I can't talk already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're two minutes into the show, and and I'm already fumbling. Did you do some vocal uh, exercises? I didn't. I didn't do my warm ups. Red leather, yellow Ooh, leather, yes. red leather. Unique New York. <laughs> Unique New York. Uh, so. All like this, every like everybody who is a teacher. We've talked about how broad. If you you can really make this very broad, right? Yeah. I, I think anybody. We include parents, coaches, mentors. Yep. Uh, I mean, out in the business world, there are teachers. Uh, like my dad. My dad was a a teacher, not in the traditional sense. He got into like corporate training. Yeah. Right. He uh, started. He was a an Arrowhead bottle. Uh, water, you know, delivery guy back when it was glass. I know. Big old heavy glass bottles on his shoulders. And and then he got into training, you know, uh, the guys that were going out there. Like at Herbalife. I mean, big companies. Yeah. Flying all over the world. uh, So, so anybody, anybody, or are you talking about like school, like traditional? Well, I just, you know, anybody that takes the time to use their life to better somebody else's as corny as it sounds, you know, so I, I'm, I'm talking about the hard ass teachers. I'm talking yeah. about the strict ones. I'm talking about the drill sergeants. I'm talking about the parents yeah. and just my little piece of the pie Okay, over across the street at Mission Oak High School. I love it. I love <laughs> it. I mean, that's what we're all about here, right? At Teacher Saves World. Mm-hmm. We believe that teachers are the most important of all stripes. All teachers. Yeah. Make the world move forward. Keep it spinning. All right. Well, my gratitude, <clears throat> wow, seems really weenie compared to your. That's uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of following your lead. You you did this recently, and uh, today 
just gave some love to to our Flex, to our Ford Flex. Oh, yeah, the Ford Flex has been such a good car for for yeah. us and for me, and got it some new tires today and and a little brake love. Yeah, and uh, it deserved you know, I, it. Yeah, and and um, I I've been driving a Flex. So when did I buy that? Two thousand fourteen. Six so years. Six years, and I bought it before uh, Daddy's Home. Uh, the movies came out daddy's home one and two yeah if you haven't watched those please yeah, do when, yourself a favor when will ferrell was sort of um <laughs> you know made out to be this really kind of passive weenie sort of um, nerdy dad yeah and he and, pulls uh, up in a ford flex again i just <laughs> less than uh <laughs> five minutes into the show i've used weenie twice uh and yeah and so he's made out to be this really soft like overly sensitive uh stepdad and uh it <laughs> drives a ford flex yes and it was like making a joke about a man driving a Ford yep. Flex, but no, don't give yeah. a spoiler alert. Yeah, by episode two, say it or gets cooler. Yeah, number two. Don't say it. Uh, the whole thing changes. <laughs> so my Ford Flex, it's it's been so good for us. Good job. I love it. We're sensible car drivers. We sure are beyond. Yeah, I know. And we hold on to them. It's getting my the Flex is getting close to a hundred. We we now. just recently started talking about new car, maybe, and uh, it feels like we're cheating on them. Yeah. Yeah, so well, man, we'll just put that off a little bit longer. Yeah. That's really hard to do. Pull the trigger on a new car. It is so much. Money. It is. I know, baby. Wow, especially as like we got one <laughs> child headed into college, and uh, why did we have kids? Why? Why? So that we could have a podcast and talk about that. That's them. true. The pod is yeah. fun, but it'd be we, nice to drive a new Volvo too. Yeah, <laughs> we'd have no credibility. We like Teacher Saves World would be such a fraud of a podcast if we didn't have. We would just pod children. on something else. Yeah. Oh well. We're going down a maybe cars. A weird know. path, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we we have our gratitude. And you know, we mentioned in the in the new the new ish uh opening, we have uh we're being so much better. I the the email subscriber list. If you are not a member of our email subscriber list, you should be. All you have to do is go to teachersavesworld.com right there on the homepage, and it's on several pages if you bop around. Uh just you know, go and find one of the little email subscription boxes. You plug your email in there. And then I think there's a second step. It sends you like an email to confirm. But uh, every week, every week, sending out a just a, a little quick email with uh, making sure you don't miss out on the blog posts. We're, we're keeping everything nice and brief mm-hmm. this year. We know everybody has time constraints and uh, there's a lot of great content to get to. And so we're trying to make sure that ours is efficient. So we're making it everything nice and tight. Nice little blog post that goes along with the week's topic. Uh, a link to the podcast if you don't already subscribe. But you should. You should already be subscribing so that it downloads automatically. And uh, and then any other content that maybe kind of goes along. Maybe we mentioned an article or a book. and Or the swag. Some of those kind of details. The merch. Yeah. And uh, we're kind of profiling some of our uh, different items that we have in our Teacher Saves World. The t-shirt, ladies, mm. if you like the relaxed fit on a t-shirt... It's super cute, the one yeah. in there, because I got one, and it, it's like, it's just more dressy. It's it's blousey, and then the sleeves fold up. Yeah. Like, as a little detail. So, yeah. it's very, and very soft t-shirt material. Yeah, and, and the guys' shirts, too. They're great. They're, yeah, but they're you good. don't you don't get the little Because I'm tall, and I really, like, I'm very, sleeves. yeah, I'm very specific with my t-shirts. Like, I, like, he is. most of our school t-shirts, like our, our high school, where we work at, Mission Oak High School, Every year we get a shirt and we get a, you know, shirts come up for this team or that activity or whatever. And uh, I get one wear out of them. And then I, they get donated because they shrink up there because we always get like the cheapest ones, yeah. you know, and they shrink up. In and bulk. Yeah. In bulk. 
And t-shirt technology has come so far. T-shirts are so much better than they ever used to. They're so comfortable You cannot do the old stiff, beefy tee t-shirt anymore. No. So our our T-shirt saves world shirt. We make sure. We are kind of t-shirt snobs a little bit. So we make sure (laughs) that they are good quality t-shirts. They're very cute. Yeah. So that's all on the website and uh, and, uh, the email subscription list. You want to make sure you get signed up for that. So this week we are continuing with the, uh, the series we're calling the source book series, because we're kind of walking everybody through a, a, a journal process that Lori and I started, uh, in the late, the la- later half of last year, where we started really curating and thinking about the things in our life that were important to us, that filled us with, uh, with joy were, um, things that we wanted to achieve, things that we wanted to become, uh, people that we admired quotes that inspired us. And this process was so, oh, so good, so Cathartic. healthy and really, uh, you know, I, I experienced in the middle of everything, in the middle of all that we were going through and we have two teens in the household, you know, and quarantine and, and I maybe grew more in the last half of last year than I've had in, in quite a while. I, yeah. I, I kind of prize myself in always being somebody who's growth oriented always trying to become a better person. But this was different. And this was. And this, this was like a forced reset. And this this process that we're kind of walking you guys through um, really helped. It was, it was really a big, big piece of this. And I know that a lot of people are kind of thinking about journaling, don't quite well, know where to start. I'd like to thank all the people that have sent pictures of their journals yeah. that have started. Yeah. So we've gotten a lot of feedback from people on, they've grabbed a journal or just a notebook in their house and they're following along and... It just feels like we're team journal, you know, like it's just cool. Yeah. You know, and here's another thought I had. I was, uh, I was looking at, uh, I love my, my rain spooner, uh, Aloha shirts. That's, that is my brand that I love. And, uh, they are the best, I think, Aloha shirts that you can, you can get. They're great. They last forever. They get better. The more Mm -hmm. you wear them, the more you wash them. And uh, I feel like I finally graduated to like the, 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 the best shirts. I can finally maybe afford some rain spooner shirts, but they have, they were, I was looking at uh, kind of like their, I buy them all on sale. I buy all the sale ones. I don't buy them at full price, but they had these ones called the year of the, it was like the Chinese Zodiac. Oh yeah. Right? And, um, and so it kind of made me think, and I was kind of looking up, I was looking to see what I was and you're, and, you're the cuck. <laughs> yeah. The rooster. Sorry. I like to use a rooster. <laughs> it said, um, <laughs> I think this is, we have been talking about, I, you know, d- dicks and wieners and cocks. This has become like the raciest show about teacher health ever. Uh, and it's all oh unintentional. God. So anyway, God. Because we teach high Co- school. Co- it's yeah, not our fault. I know. I know. We- it is. It is. We are surrounded by this oh. kind of stuff. So it just kind of okay, seeps you're in. You're the that, rooster. Yeah. The rooster. <laughs> so anyway. And. I, you know, I was thinking like, I was like, oh, what is, you know, you know, uh, 2021. And before I could even get, I didn't even look to see what it was. I thought to myself, I said, this is the year of the teacher more than any other year. And the reason I thought that was this was last year was such a devastating year, devastating year to so many people. But for anybody listening, you are listening because you are a teacher, a parent, or maybe both like we are. And we have seen the devastation, this devastation just laid on our, on our children and all the things that they've missed out on and all the, the emotional sort of uh, just holes that they've fallen into and the struggles that they've had. And, and yes, you know, we've been there for them and they've experienced some, 
some growth as well. There's been a lot of growth and a lot of great stories, but it's been a super challenging year. And as, as we start to climb out of this, as we start to, you know, get back to something that resembles normal, us teachers, like we, we need to be there. Like we need to be so ready yep. to help put the pieces back together. Yep. Again, we do. Right? I mean, we have a lot of work ahead of us helping our teens get back to normal life, get back to interacting mm-hmm. with each other, get back to sitting up straight, combing their hair, waking up at a yeah. normal time. Transitioning um, back. It will be a transition. Back to, you know, normal school and all those things. Like it is, it is the year of the teacher. Yeah. We, we, the teacher will be the next like serious frontline worker, yeah. right? Where healthcare and the nurses and doctors have really been there on the front lines. Mm-hmm. And as we, as we fit and really now EMTs, as our, as our yeah. ICUs have become just overrun. Uh, but you know, once we get back into schools, mm-hmm. that transitioning back into school is going to be a, a big, big deal yeah. this year. Helping them love it again, helping them feel safe and comfortable. Helping them realize it's better for them to be there. Yeah. Because more and more happy at home. And we're like, uh, no. Yeah. So, so, (laughs) so we need to, so we need to make sure that we're ready. Yeah. We need to make sure that we are healthy and ready and in our best shape. And so that's kind of what this process is all about is us really making, you know, taking care of ourselves, setting up some routines to make sure that we are healthy for the long run that we set up some routines that we can, you know, keep going that are sustainable, that keep us healthy uh, throughout our, our, our tenure as teacher and, and parents, which is for a lifetime once you have uh, children, but really get us ready for this. I think this return to normalcy. Yeah. We're going to be, we're going to be really counted on yeah. to, to help this transition mm-hmm. happen. And so we need to make sure that we, um, that we're healthy and love, we're, and I love we're, that take on it. And we're ready to do, to do that because I know we were listening to a great podcast. I wish I had made a note of what it was, uh, but it was talking to uh, a couple doctors and they were talking about the medical field, uh, compassion burnout and, mm-hmm. and the, the role that compassion plays in, in uh, patient outcomes. And because it's a, it's a field like teachers, it's a field where there's a lot of burnout because we give, 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 give so much. Yeah. And sometimes we don't get anything in return. And I know a lot of times, especially right now with all the cameras off and, uh, you know, just, it's really hard. Right. And, and there's a lot of failing students and there's a lot of frustration around participation and all these kind of things. And, Mm -hmm. and sometimes, you know, uh, we start to burn out, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, and they were talking about it in the medical field. I was relating to myself in the, in the teaching field. And it was interesting, you know, they did all this study and they did all this work and they were very scientific about their process. And, you know, when it came down to it and some, te- some doctors just weren't naturally compassionate people. It, right? I mean, it, it was, was the of, bedside manner they're it, talking about. Yes. Cause the doctors were getting pulled more into paperwork on the computer. Yeah. And they were seeing patients less. I feel like they saw them for wasn't it like six minutes? Yeah, and it a lot of it was a lot of, of it was the system. Right? Yeah, the system was set up to get you know x number of patients through the system. When you have when it's kind of about money is making decisions, yeah. then yeah. And you know when you're at the doctor, you wait in that room for a while because they're like zipping to all the rooms. Yeah. So, although I love our doctor. Yeah, but the key, <laughs> you know, I think one of the key takeaways I took from that was you know one of their 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 key finding was 
that to cure the the compassion burnout uh, or to was actually like giving being compassionate. It was if, to cure the te- the doctor burnout. Yes, they started liking their jobs more when they gave more. Yes, to the person, to the yeah. human, and yeah. had the human connection. Yeah, and then they noticed patients were getting healthier faster mm-hmm. with doctors that spent more time with them and talked to them and listened to them. They mm-hmm. weren't listening to the patients. That was what they were finding. Yeah. They were jumping on a cure and lots of computer time, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, it totally described what we're going through, right? We have less direct, mm-hmm. you know, interaction with our students in a live sense, spending less time instructionally, more time on computers. And I, uh, I got it. Yep. We get I it really, really fast. understood I know. that. I know. And then I was reminded of something that we brought up when we were talking about the crown, the last season of the crown. And that remember that big blow up scene between Charles and Diana and uh, when they were in Australia Yeah. and they were really frustrated. And then they just said, you know, she said, whenever we, we have this, whenever we feel like we're not getting something, we need to, just, we need to give it, we need to give exactly what we feel like we need. And uh, in her cute little voice. Yeah. And it made me think like, yeah, that's like, it's so simple. Like we ask for what you need. That's just saying we need to ask. And I, and then I, of course I always think about Matt. Do I ask for what I need from Matt? Does Matt ask for what he needs from me? I don't know. We're together all the time. But when I think about like, that is kind of hard to do. Well, well, it's because we're perfect for each other. (laughs) We we anticipate anything. We don't, we give, we know what each other needs and we just give it intuitively. Although last night Matt's like, did you have garlic in your (laughs) Bowl. I went to kiss him and he's like, did you have garlic? And I was like, oh my God, I did. I brushed my teeth, but it's coming through my skin. Well, I love garlic. Did and you I'm- not make the connection? <laughs> we, we've started uh, watching this, episode, this show on, uh, we're, we're so far away from what we're supposed to be talking about. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, search party. Search party. Yeah. When he's like, you need to brush your yeah. teeth. He gives her, he gives her a, 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 a kiss goodnight and you know, he's on his way to bed. He's like, yeah, make sure you brush your teeth. <laughs> Before he go to bed, because she was staying up. <laughs> that was kind of funny. I know. Anyway, okay, we digress. Let's jump yeah. into qualities, traits, yeah. and character. All right. So this week, so our source book, we've been making these lists, these lists that have really been, I, you know, I kind of see the sources book as sort of like our own little manual, right? We always talk about, there's no manual. There's no manual for this. There's no manual for you. Mm-hmm. There's no manual for parenting. Um, well, the source book is kind of that. It's yeah. kind of taking the time to sit down and go, what is my life? Like, what is, what do I want my life to stand for? What is important to me? What are those things that fill me up? And, and so the first list that we went through, we talked about, we started with our virtues. It really starts there. Mm -hmm. That was the very first list that we developed was what are those guiding principles, those, those key virtues that are the most important things in your life. And if you got to kind of settle on those things first and write them down, make that list. Um, and then we went into a couple things that kind of serve as motivation. The, the quotes, phrases, and sayings, those are things that just when we need them, we need a good quote. We need a, a wise saying to remind us, you know, give us that little boost of motivation, uh, correct, you know, maybe a, a, a wrong turn, give that little bit of wisdom that makes you make a, a better decision. And then the role models, that was our, that was our next list. That was last week. And the role models really serve as those, man, people that we look up to that sort of guide us. 
And so today we're today is kind of an extension of the role models. It definitely is. It really it's is. It's connected completely. Because once you take the time to think of your role models, like I really admire this person. This person to me has great character. I, I, I want to be like them when they, remember, our role models are humans. They do make, we, we're not talking about perfect people here. Mm-hmm. We're just talking about people that have certain character or, or certain moments where they're really solid and we would love to be like them in that moment or have this certain part of their character. Mm-hmm. So this list is that. It's those character traits, those qualities, those, um, those bits of their character that you really find to be admirable. And when you start making that list, when you sit down and go, wow, okay, I really like this person, but let me get specific. This is what I like about Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. This, this character trait, they are so patient or, or they are so loving, right? Or they are so uh, determined or they, whatever it is. And you start making your list of all the character traits in others that you really admire. And I would go as far, I would, I would suggest, you don't have to do this, but I did this. I, in a sentence, defined that character trait for me, mm. right? I put it into my own, my own terms and I'm going to, I didn't, I didn't do that. I'm like, gonna, what do you mean? I'm going to turn it. Oh, I'll give you an example. I'm going to turn to that in my source book. source book. So my source book, like I said, I I have given eight pages. So I have a, um, like a medium sized, uh, journal. Uh, I like the Luke term journal. Luke term is spelled. I'm maybe not even spelling that right. L E, uh, or saying it right. L E U C H T T U R M. It's a German. It's made mm-hmm. in Germany. And it says it's 1917 Luke term, 1917 journals. I think they started in 1917. It's 123 pages. And so I've dedicated eight pages to each of the things that we're talking about because I'm giving myself room to add to them later. Mm -hmm. So on page one, I started with my, my, the virtues on page nine. I started with my wise, my quotes, my phrases, uh, page 17 was my role models. And on page 25, I started with the qualities that I admire in other people. And so let me give you an example. Uh, so I wrote down humor. I really enjoy people that are funny, you know? So that's mm-hmm. a quality I admire. And I just wrote humor. Um, I love when it's quick, smart humor. I'm not a, you know, such a, like a base humor fan. So I love quick, smart, creative, uh, good timing, subtle, quirky. So for me, I love people, like I've mentioned Steve Martin and, and Bill Murray. Those are, those are role models of mine. And they exemplify for me the kind of humor that I really appreciate and other people. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another one. Um, let me pick a good one. Uh, hardworking. Okay. Um, here's to me. The, when I see people that are hardworking, this is the kind of hardworking that I appreciate. Here's what was my sort of like little description afterwards. I said, uh, people generally detest passive activities. Uh, they are project and growth oriented. They are reliable. They're great team members. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of hardworking I'm talking about mm-hmm. that don't like to sit on the couch and just, you know, binge watch TV shows. They're kind of like always got a project going on. They're great to have on your team. They're reliable. You count on them. They get the job done. So to me, I just put a little, little bit yeah. after it. That's nice. A few words, a few sentences, just, uh, you know, for me sort of frame what that quality is. And so this was a really great list to sit on and start making. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of the things in here, 
I have, I believe I have, you know, and I appreciate them and other people. And I think that I, I think I am a hardworking person. I, I have the hardest time sitting down and I, I get my work done. I always have a project going, you know, I get my, I, I think I'm a great team member. I'm reliable. Um, but there's also things in here that I'm not very good at. That's what I found. That I really appreciate in other people. Yeah. It's kind of like a checklist against yourself. And you're, you're drawn to people that maybe remind you of yourself sometimes, but then you're drawn to people that are like, God, I wish I was more like that person. You know, when I, when, you know, like one of mine was, you know, risk taking, like a quality I admired was risk being a risk taker. I'm not, yeah. you know, I don't even know if that I, I don't even know that I want to be, but I do admire it in other people. Yeah, true. You know? So it's either a list. You can admire things in other people that you don't necessarily want to incorporate into your own character. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So I don't know, you know, but it, but it just, what it does once again is make you turn the mirror on yourself mm-hmm. and see, you know, cause to me, character traits are something you do. You are because you do it when no one's looking. Yes. You know, so if you put, you know, I love this person cause they're generous, you know, mother Teresa you know, Mother Teresa is going to be generous whether she's on an Instagram post or, you know, she just is. Yeah. And in our world of social media, you know, sometimes character traits, I think, get a little muddy because you're a little bit like, is that person really, you know, if they're taking the time, like if they're, I don't know, if they're, if they're giving out meals at a homeless shelter, they were just holding their phone to, to take a picture of their hand handing a meal to a homeless person. Is that, is it a little bit loaded? Yeah. You know, well, you know, it was, a. <clears throat> I bring this point up to my students. Uh, it's, it's one of my quotes that I have is, you know, we are what we, uh, you are what you repeatedly do Aristotle. And those things that we repeatedly do are habits mm-hmm. and, uh, who you are is your character, right? So we are those things that we do repeatedly and at their core. And, uh, you can, yeah, you can go work at a soup kitchen, you know, one night out of the year, but if you're like a selfish, greedy jerk, the other 364 days yeah. of the year, it doesn't make you like you are. Are a you the CEO person. doing it for the photo op or the yeah. politician, you know, right. or is it just who you are? Right. Yeah. But, but so, it's- yeah, I think and, and character education is one of those things that has been around for a really long time, and I think has, you know, had. I don't know. It, it, it seems like if you really, if we step back and we did one of our first episodes that we ever did was if you, if we could design our own high school, right? If mm-hmm. we could, if we could tear what we know as regular school down to the ground and build up something brand new and really break away from all of our sort of attachments to what we realize school is character education, I think would be one of the central, it would be a core subject. Like if you really took the time to think about what matters in life, I character education would be more important than math. I just, I know I just pissed <laughs> off every math teacher out there or, but every non-math person will is shaking their head in agreement with me. And every parent who has struggled, you know, with their child, you know, weeping at night because they're, you know, struggling so hard with math. And we all realize how much we use, you know, math and I'm, this is coming from a math person. I am a math person. Yeah. But math has got to get over itself. And uh, character education 
really should be a core subject. Yeah, well, if you had a strong character education program, it takes care of a lot of other stuff. Yes. Okay. So if you, you know, if you really do spend the time and I mean, it needs to be organic. It needs to be kind of like teachers owning it. It can't just be like a little canned lesson here and there. It has to be something teachers model daily, repeat daily. And then all of a sudden kids, you know, if they're going to put a lame post about somebody on Snapchat, they're not going to, because they might rethink it. Or if they're going to cut class, jump the fence. Oh, I, I better just go to class, work hard. You know, Mr. Jones says to work hard. Or, you know, like, it will take care of a bunch of other issues. Yeah. It's like uh, upstream. It's very upstream thinking. Well, I, Character education. You made me think of two things. One, we have also talked extensively on this podcast about the huge, the huge impact of teacher credibility in the classroom. You as a person, your credibility matters tremendously to whether or not your students are going to learn from you. Yep. And... Our credibility is our character, mm-hmm. right? So making sure that we have a focus on our own character is tremendously important because it, it impacts significantly the, our efficacy as teachers and parents. Oh, yeah. They sniff out hypocrisy like nothing else. I just got 103 responses from my kids yesterday because they did a reflection on fall semester. Mm-hmm. And most of them, I have quotes. Some teachers just do it for the money. We can tell they don't want to be here. They're not on screen. They don't seem to care. They don't email me back. They don't say my name. I mean, this was over and over. Now, they were quick to point out teachers that they love and are grateful for. But over and over again, they know when a teacher is not in it. Yeah. And then here's, here's my second point. Is we have some... What do you think about? Are there any universities out there that make character is like a, a required course? Oh, I don't know. Or that make sure that they address character. It's an important part of their curriculum. And I'm thinking of the, our military academies, mm-hmm. right? They don't, they are not just an academic institution. They're, they're a physical institution as well. And they are a character institution. Character matters tremendously in our military. Why? Why do they care? Because everybody there is going to go serve in our armed forces. Everybody on that campus is going to become a member of a really important team. Mm -hmm. Everybody there is going to go work for the army, the Navy, the air force, the the Marines don't have an academy, but uh, the coast guard. Mm -hmm. Would our schools be different if every student was a future employee of yours? Mm-hmm. Would you focus on character? <laughs> Would we? If if Mission Oak High School, mm-hmm. if every student at Mission Oak High School was to become an employee of the Mission Oak Cheese Factory or whatever, you know, would we care about character? Yeah. Yes, we would. Yep. Yes, we would. And and our military academies know that, and they know that character is is a big part. Of, well, it all falls of, apart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With no, with with a weakness in character, you're only as strong as your weakest link. So, this week we encourage you to start with your own character. Sit down and think about. It. And and I think a great place to start is really go back and review your list of role models, and then just start sort of visually taking a little scan around your life, thinking about people that you really admire, and then and then detail what is it about them that you admire. What is it a what is it about their character? What qualities do they do they have that, you know, 
makes you think about them in a positive light mm-hmm. and, and write, make your list and define it for yourself. Put a few, you know, few qualifiers on it. And I also found great power in just the source book was not just a place to put things down and then leave it. I find great joy and power in occasionally sitting down and instead of turning the TV on, I open up my source book and just kind of scan through it. Mm-hmm. And I look at all these really great things. Yeah. I, I, and maybe like, add a few more. Yeah. You know, it's uh, rather than watching the news, oh, taking, a, taking a gander through my oh, source book and just looking at really positive <laughs> much things. Much better use of your time. Yeah. And, and, and I think if you can see this, you, you, you can start to see why this had such an impact on Lori and I. Yeah. When we started to just make some changes, think about some things differently. And, you know, Lori and I are going to turn 52 this year. And, uh, you know, for many people, you think like, I, I am who I am. You know, I'm 52 years old uh, or I'm 48 or I'm 27. But we continue to grow. I want to be better. Want to. I want to be a better person this year. Yeah. Yeah, I and really this do. is this. If you follow along and you go with us on this source book journey, I really think you're gonna you're gonna feel it. Yeah. You're gonna feel a lightness uh, in your soul, and uh, and uh, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, just fun to buy pens and journals. It is <laughs> totally is. So let's uh, we're running a little long today, longer oh. than we'd like to. Oops. So um, let's end here with a little appreciation. Who are you gonna appreciate this week? Oh, I'm appreciating Harmony Scott. Oh, Harmony. And that's not the name of a band or a clothing line. It's, it's one of my best friends. She teaches middle school art. Um, her name's Harmony and she's just, I just was Marco Poloing her. I love that little app, but it's like a video chat app. And you know, she's just so, so creative, such a risk taker. You know, she's remodeling her bathroom by herself. Like that's Harmony. You know, she's working on the beautiful set pieces for their virtual production of Little Mermaid and I just, I just admire her so much. She's a great cook. She just, I feel like there's nothing Harmony can't do. And she's just devoted to her kids, devoted to her student. And she just, she just does the right thing. And I, and I love her. I miss her. Seeing each other in a while. I know. I'm not seeing people. (laughs) Well, I'm going to admire somebody I just talked to over the fence. I'm going to admire my mom. Peggy. My mom. Yeah. And uh, it's so cool. So. When we chose to move to Tulare, we were living in Hawaii, and uh, don't ask. Hawaii to Tulare. <laughs> don't ask. Come and uh, and uh, and my mom was living in Alabama at the time. And, <laughs> we were uh, crazy. So we kind of you know, and then she followed us. She came to Tulare, and so we've been here for a while together, uh, about a decade, and it's been great, a little over a decade. And just recently. My mom bought the house right behind us. I know. It really came up for sale and she was in the, you know, she was in the looking for a house. And I said, mom, the house right behind us came up for sale. And so, (laughs) so she bought the house right behind us. And uh, it's really cool to have, uh, you know, this doesn't happen often in life when you get a chance to kind of have this situation. And, and so like she needed a plunger. (laughs) (laughs) And so we just met at the fence and it was total, just talk over the fence. And, um, it's really cool. You know, mom's just, uh, she's great. And, you know, she's a recent survivor of, um, cancer and, uh, you know, fought that for a couple of years and, uh, just has remained so strong and so positive and is such a important person in our life. So, oh yeah. So mom, we love I her. Appreciate my mom this Peggy week. slash Nana slash mom. That's right. <laughs> and just like that, another episode has come to an end. 
We're so grateful that you took the time to listen and invest in yourselves and the lives of our teens. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and our email group, review the show, follow our socials, send us an email or leave us a voice message. See the show notes or teachersavesworld.com for details. We're also proud to be members of the School Rubric community, a worldwide network of passionate educators. Visit schoolrubric.com to be inspired. Until next time, keep saving yourself. So that together we can save the world. Yeah, baby.